All right, guys, welcome to episode six of the Different Animals Podcast. It's your boy, Tyler. And I'm Ever Castro. And today, we're planning on touching on the fact that the NBA passed a resolution to come back. Um, we got statues being torn down uh, in different places, and I have some thoughts on that. Um, probably talk about some of these rappers' ad-libs, just because that's a fun topic to go through. Um, there was recently, a, and there was also recently a PS5 reveal, um, so we'll definitely touch on that as well. But first, I'm going to hit you with this banger. back how are we feeling um i mean good optimistic like I'm, I'm optimistic about it um i'm really like 50 50 on it i'm split on it right so they have the timeline about when it's going to come back um but i'm kind of like okay kind of like how when a couple weeks ago we discussed the nfl schedule and right. we were both like yeah sure and that, that's not going to happen but i feel like this one is about the same maybe i'm feeling a little bit more optimistic because you know it's just going to be in one location but still it's like i'm like tentative that it'll come back but probably unlikely that it does yeah so i yeah it's an iffy situation because they're so the plan if i'm not mistaken is only 22 teams coming back mm-hmm. which would I'm, I, I get it because you know you don't the bottom eight teams or whatever they are aren't gonna want to play games risk health for teams that you know, have no chance of making anything happen. They're just meaningless right, those games. Right. So and I, I get like, that. Yeah, and I feel like, the, I mean, even those, what, additional six teams are just so that Zion can be on TV, which I get it. I mean, you know, he draws eyeballs. But it's like, at this point, if I were the league, I mean, this is going to go on for a while. So if I were them, I would just want this season to end. Like, I would just want to finish this season, you know, get it done with crown and champion and then move on and then hopefully start the new one by December. But I guess, you know, it also makes sense that you would want more eyeballs and more people to watch. So, and Zion is the draw, so... Yeah. You know, that, that makes sense for me. Or it, it makes sense. Yeah, the logic is sound. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think there's... It, yeah, it's a weird thing because, like, it, it, one thing I'll give it over the NFL is that they're making precautions. They've cut eight teams. They're talking about having everyone in the, like, you know, basically being in a bubble, not interacting with the public. Um, and then taking all the games in Orlando, so they'll be able. Um, and they've also talked about like vigorous testing, um, right. which is you know all necessary and all good. But then I still just you know at some point you just have players that don't feel confident in what we've got. You know what I mean? Like we still don't. It's not like there's been any large strides recently in you know how we're handling the coronavirus. It's just right. been time. And right. then, you know, it got put on the back burner because of other um, issues that are also extremely important. Um, but, but like, it's not like we figured anything out and it's now safer than it was before. Right. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, I, they've added those precautions. And, I mean, <clears throat> I'm just looking at the schedule right now. 
that's on uh, the CBS page uh, or the NBA page at, on CBS Sports. And every you know, all the international players return on the 15th of this month. So tomorrow, if we're at the time of this recording. Um, and then all players report uh, later in June. And they start uh, testing players like right when they get there. And then, you know, they have training camps. But the first season starts... Uh, or the, the the restart of the regular season is July 30th. Yeah. And the playoffs start August 17th. And then the NBA Finals start on September 30th. And then Game 7, if they did need one, would be October 12th. Right, right, right. So, I mean, yeah, that's... God, this, this, this whole thing, the schedule is just wild. Like, it's the changes being made. Like, I... You know, I wonder, though, because there's been talk of the play-in tournament becoming a thing for a while. Like, kind of, like, so I wonder if they're also mm-hmm. kind of looking at the play-in tournament. Like, maybe we'll nail this one, and that's what we'll do going forward. You know yeah. what I mean? Right, um, right, yeah. But, yeah, I, I mean, like, it would be awesome if it came back. I, I would definitely love to watch and talk about basketball. But, again, like, for me, it's just, like, if – I feel like if people feel unsafe, legitimately unsafe, then, like, mm-hmm. you just – you can't do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. It just it feels like a weird decision that if people are like, I don't want to take any chances, and you're just like, well, season's going on, buddy. Because um, then, you you know, it's like peer pressure. Even if everyone's understanding of a situation, you know, even if, let's say that on a team, everyone that's, you know, involved is like, no, I get it. You don't feel safe. It's cool. Mm-hmm. We get it. Like, if your team starts losing, you're immediately going to be like, this is my fault. You know what I mean? Like, right. I need yeah. to be there for my team. So it's it's just an iffy situation, I think. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, and it's essentially like you know a big biodome. You know, they're basically going to sequester themselves. But that's why I don't get why they would want to make the season longer. I would understand if they do like one one you know, one day of training camp, we bring everybody back, we start the playoffs, and the playoffs are maybe shortened. So instead of being seven games each series, it's maybe three for the first round, then five, then seven, um, because it's hard to maintain that level of seclusion for that long i mean basically they're, they're secluded or they're on what essentially is going to be like a little bubble a little island from the st- start of july all the way through mid-october what is that three months yeah. like that that's insane and then all the people that work around them um they also have to live that way and then if they don't then what's the point of all this you know right um kind of i, I think it was uh on the uh Last week tonight, the the show with John Oliver, he said, you know, on average, you know, these productions for an NFL game take 10,000 people. And I know they're probably not going to be up to that standard, but even a tenth of that, you know, a thousand people to put on this show, that's a lot of people they have to test and make sure that they don't do anything, make sure they don't go anywhere. And then, like, are the people who, like a camera operator who's going to be there the whole time, does he get to see his family or is it like, bye, honey, we're not going to see you for three to four months. So it's, 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 it's this sort of... You know, they they need the revenue, they need the profits, but to do that, they have to set up this little bubble, basically. That I don't know if they can maintain, and if they can't, what is their limit? Like, when is it like okay, shut it down? Because I mean, somebody's gonna get it. Like, there's no way that they somebody at least one person in the bubble doesn't get it. Right. So, what do you do? Like, what is your limit? Is it five? Is it when LeBron gets it? Is it when maybe the twelfth guy on the bench of the of a team gets it? Like, what is their threshold for? Right, it's gonna immediately become this. bad optics if you know LeBron gets it and ends up in a hospital. 
You know what I mean? And obviously we don't want that, but it, right. it, that would you'd immediately be like, this was this whole thing was a fucking disaster, and we should right. have never even thought about coming back. You know what I mean? Right, right. Because yeah. then, yeah, because then in that case, yeah, like why didn't they just keep the season going and then just move everybody to Orlando? But I guess maybe you know they say they're taking the precautions, so I guess we'll see. I mean, yeah, it'll it'll be interesting to see. I mean, it, I mean. The Rockets are going to be involved, right? And we know mm-hmm. James Harden's out there hitting strip clubs during the regular season. You think he's <laughs> going to stay in this bubble? Hell right. no. Yeah, and I'm sure by, like, you know, night three, the Orlando strip clubs are going to get pretty old. And so, <laughs> yeah. So, I, yeah, I I would love to see them back. I mean, that would be great to have actual sports to turn on, you know, because you know, for a little bit there we had the last dance, and that felt like having actual sports back. Right. But then ever since then, it's like, oh, yeah, there's still, you know, there's no nothing new there's no i mean there's like german soccer but like i'm not gonna watch <laughs> korean, this shit. There's baseball. Like korean baseball there's horse racing <laughs> and i'm like i'm not gonna watch that shit like get out of here i don't give a shit about secretariat i saw, I saw the espn the fucking i'm pretty sure it was like a cornhole tournament and they were masks i was like bro y'all are reaching reaching yeah, yeah i don't get i don't care about jim bob and his beanbags like <laughs> but so oh go ahead but but yeah i mean it, it's hard because it's it's it, you know there's people like us who are like, we need it back. We're like, it would be great to have it back. Who don't maybe share the hesitations or don't, don't share the, the the thoughts about, you know, what happens if it goes badly. Um, so I guess we'll, yeah. we'll see. Yeah. So speaking of reaches and, uh, you know, beanbags tentatively, um, we're going to make a reach of a fucking uh, segue here and talk right. about another sport uh, touching on a social issue, which is that uh, NASCAR uh, officially came out and banned Confederate flag memorabilia right. and all Confederate flag related, uh, you know, items. Right. right. Oh, wait, wait, but hold on. Before we move on, I do want to go over this this little bit of twi- this Twitter bit that I had Oh yeah, yeah at the start that. of quarantine. Um, so it was like two or three weeks in. I was missing the NBA, and I was like, you know, it'd be fun. Somebody needs to put together a comparison of NBA stars to pop stars. I don't know why I thought about that. And then somebody was like, why don't you just do it? Like nobody else has done it, and like, who, like we're all just sitting on our hands. Like, just go ahead. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna say I'm gonna go through and see which NBA stars relate to the other. And I'm just gonna go through and just rattle them off and how they're similar. And if you have any thoughts, just like you know, just come out and say it. I just wanted to share it because. Um, A, I was really proud of this thread. And then also B, I think, um, I think it's interesting, especially in the, the, the unique ways that they line up. So okay. for me, the first one is of course the GOAT. It's LeBron. But to me, his equivalent is Taylor Swift. Because they're at the very young age, they were both the next big thing. They were right. both, uh, vilified just for existing by some. And yep. recently, they've been very outspoken and very vocal against the current administration. Yeah, which was a wild <laughs> turn of events. Yes, for yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe not so much for LeBron, but definitely, yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely for Swift. All right, next up, Curry is Kanye West. Came in, changed the game. Both had five straight finals and five straight classics. Boom! Look at that. Yeah, there you go. Nailed it. Uh, Kobe Bryant is Beyonce. They both found success early on with other teammates, but they've also reached the same heights now as solo artists. 
So, and they both have insane fans that will destroy you if you even slender them a little bit on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, Kobe fans are the most insufferable people, which is awful to say, but they are. I, I, it, yeah. He... They're delusional. Anytime, anytime you're like Jordan or LeBron, Kobe friends are like, oh, Kobe's above LeBron. Get the fuck out of here. You're you're lying to yourself. You know what I mean? There's and no the, way. Like, and the thing is, like, so, like, LeBron, I know, I mean, I know I'm, we've talked LeBron and MJ before, but, like, for both of them, if you say MJ, you know, LeBron's close thereafter. Or if you say LeBron, you know, MJ's number two, or he's tied for one, 1A, 1B type thing. Right. Kobe stands are the only ones who are like, oh, Kobe's one, everybody else is, like, close fourth. Like, it isn't even, it's not even close. Yeah, well, they'll give, like, they'll give Michael just because Kobe was trying to be Michael Jordan. Right. But they act like, the thing is, is Kobe Bryant is so not even remotely close to this conversation that, like, the fact that they insist on bringing him up kills me. Yeah. Like, Kobe isn't as close to this conversation as Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Right, exactly. Like, why are you acting like, <laughs> why are you acting like, you know, this is a three-man race? When it's really, yeah, yeah. Um, and I wish we would have had this podcast back in December or during Christmas time, just so that we could have talked about Temecula. But I, I know if we keep this going until then, I definitely want to talk about that. And the yeah. guy who drove, you know, whatever, 45 minutes on Christmas Day. But anyway, moving on. Uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo is Ariana Grande. They were both MVPs in 2019. She had a huge album. He won MVP. They're both of Mediterranean descent. She's Italian. He's Greek. And they okay. both came into their own uh, in 2013. He was drafted and she released her first album. Okay, okay. Right, I see it, I see it. Adele is Kawhi Leonard. They okay. both, you know, they, they, they comes in uh, every few years and wins it all. You know, she came in with 25 in one album of the year. He comes in with the Spurs and then with the Raptors, wins it all. And they're both quiet, but then they were also both 22 when they reached superstardom. Okay, okay. And, I, I mean, I don't know what it sounds like, but I'm, just to make this better, I'm, like, pretty sure... Adele has a laugh like Kawhi's. And I don't have any sort of logic for that. I'm just trying to help your analogy. And I don't think we have any... I, I don't have any film on Adele laughing, so for all we know, she does the robot laugh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Kevin Durant is Drake. They okay. both um, started in groups with other members that became MVPs, You know, whether it's Lil Wayne or uh, Nicki Minaj. And they both combined skills rarely seen together. Drake singing and rapping, and then Durant's height and shooting... But then also, they both switch up teams when they need to. Okay. And both the most sensitive people on earth. Yes, exactly. <laughs> boom, boom. Look, look. I didn't so, even think about that one. There you go. I'm me, sure they both have burners. See Drake. Yeah, I was about to say, tell me you can't see Drake over here on a burner account. You know what? Like, oh, Kevin, Durant, the best. <laughs> Kevin Durant was out here on burner accounts, like, arguing with people about how good KD is. And it's not quite the same, but... When Drake got in a beef with Pusha T, that man was out here sending out press releases. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> KD, yeah, that's some, some, yeah, some KD. I mean, he even said, he, I think he even has a, a line. It's like, you know, KD, I, I relate to KD because we both get the same attention or something like that. So, yeah. right there, boom. Yeah. Luka Doncic is Billie Eilish. Both were Rookie of the Year. Both were famous in their teenage years. And then they both work with tall, uh, with taller, lanky white guys. Okay, so I don't know anything about Billy Eilish. Who's the tall, lanky white guy? Uh, her brother uh, Phineas, but he's just taller. He's not tall. He's just like regular height, but she's yeah. short, so he yeah, just but she's looks... like three foot four. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, and they're yeah, you know. Uh, and uh, James Harden is Katy Perry. 
They both put up insane numbers in their MVP cycles. So, uh, you know, his was 2018, of course. And then her album, Teenage Dream, I think only her mm-hmm. and Michael Jackson, maybe Janet, they have the most number one songs from an album. Really? It's, it's like her, yeah. Like, if you look at the tr- at the charts for Teenage Dream, she had like f- five or six number ones from that album. Okay, okay. And then they both had good times with someone named Russell. Uh, Russell Westbrook and then her with Russell Brand and then my last my last one uh, just because I started to run out of gas um, Russell Westbrook and Lady Gaga and it's just that they both wear weird outfits from time to time yeah hold on time to time they both uh, specialize in weird outfits (laughs) you don't have to sugarcoat it you look on their wardrobe I guarantee you're not going to see a regular t-shirt anywhere in either one of their closets Right, right, and that's that's like literally all there is to it. Just like, like Lady Gaga's over here, like fucking, like trying to find something to wear for the night. And she's like, get this robot suit out of here. Like she's like pushing aside, like fucking, like a bag of tin foil. Uh, fucking, <laughs> she's like, give me my Chromatica eyeliner. Get it, stat. Like, he's like, give me a torn up shirt and some platform boots. Yeah, some platform boots and some really tight capris. Right. Um, <laughs> So I do want to put out, you know, if, if anybody's listening to this and you think of any other ones that fit, please email them to me. I sort of ran out of gas and I haven't gone back to it, uh, but I would love to hear one, you know, maybe like a more obscure one. Like, you know, this guy's DeMar DeRozan or that guy's, uh, um, who am I thinking? Mike Grizzly, what is his name? Uh, the guy from the Grizzlies, Mike, Mike Connolly, you know, like, uh, like some obscure Connelly. ones like that. So if you have any like that, I would love to hear them um, just because I had a good time coming up with these and, and would love some feedback on them. Yeah, so like I don't know a rap, like a rapper or an artist is, or a pop star really um, that would fit this description. But like if you're trying to relate it to Mike Conley, you just want the most generic, um, like not noticeable star that still like doesn't ever ruin a song. That's Mike right. Conley. <laughs> Who could that be? Who could that be? Like just most generic. I mean, like not Justin Bieber, but it wouldn't be uh, maybe like fucking Selena Gomez. Selena um. Gomez, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's fine. I don't think she's controversial. Um, I was gonna say maybe Camila Cabello, but I know she's got some problematic stuff with her. But yeah, probably yeah, probably Selena Gomez. Maybe Post Malone, but Post Malone's bigger than him. I think Post Yo, Malone so would be someone like Post Malone, Clay Thompson. Okay, I could see that, but then like also Post Malone. I'm trying to think of the NBA player that looks the most disgusting. Who's the Chris gross? Anderson's the, out of the league. Yo. <laughs> that would have been perfect. Oh fucking Birdman with his uh, ridiculous... Paul Pierce is out of the league. Oh uh, yeah, Paul Pierce shit himself and Post Malone looks like he would smell bad, so that lines up. Um but he's oh. out of the league. Fuck. Um <laughs> Yo, uh yeah, I don't know. I don't know who who would be for Post Malone, but it has to be somebody that's gross looking. Somebody who's big, who just smells gross. Yeah. Probably like Zion. It looks like he sweats a lot. Nah, though. Patrick come on, Ewing's now. out of the league too. Oh and... come on, man! Why you got to Why you got dunk on the dudes? <laughs> Michael Jordan dunked on him enough. You, you don't have to do that to me. Um, I see. This is interesting. James Dolan. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so if you have any any sort of additional ones, please email them in. Tweet at them. You know, tweet them at us. Instagram at them. At us, whatever, just because I, I, uh, I'm very interested. Yeah, absolutely, and we'll we'll shout them out if they're good. So yes, and yeah, if yeah. they're bad, we'll shout them out and call you stupid. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> Be like, oh, fucking, uh, Draymond Green is this guy? What the, What are you thinking? 
Yo, yo, Draymond Green. Draymond Green is Takashi Six Nine because they both turned on the people that helped them get big. Takashi yeah. Six Nine turned on his gang, and Draymond Green turned on KD. Dude, and they're both bang. annoying. You think they're better yeah. than they are? Boom. <laughs> God, it, your boy I mean, came Kanye, up off of that top of the dome. But Kanye with the backpack would be Draymond Green because he looks like he has a backpack <laughs> on when he shoots. <laughs> that was one of the funniest tweets ever. Was Draymond Green looks like he shoots with a backpack on? <laughs> God. Uh. All right. Anyway, back to NASCAR. Yeah, Sorry. back to NASCAR. So ba- NASCAR, uh, you know, um, banned the Confederate flag and all sorts of images uh, allowed. Um, mm-hmm. Which, so like, so like a bunch of leagues and, you know, businesses, whatever, have been putting out statements. And I think the thing that everyone needs to keep in mind is that all of these places are giving non-statements. They're, like, just avoiding the issue, and they're just like, oh, look, we said something. Like, the NFL's was, like, three paragraphs long and said nothing. It was just like, yeah, no, uh, people getting killed is bad. Um, cool. So, we stand with people getting killed because they shouldn't be killed. It's like, that doesn't, you're not, you're not talking about anything. You're just saying an easy it's statement. Like word vomit. It's yeah. Like, <laughs> so, while I don't want to give credit to anybody for just doing the bare minimum, in this example, I feel like I respect the people in charge of NASCAR more than any other league. And I don't know shit about NASCAR. I don't even know if there is a guy in charge. I don't know if it's just a thing. I don't, I don't know how it works. Mm-hmm. But if you're looking, if you're trying to tell me what a NASCAR fan base looks like, I'm going to tell you there's going to be a lot of Confederate flags in the fucking crap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and for... They had, also, we're not talking about the NFL, we're not talking about the NBA, where you have an abundance of black athletes that are going to speak out. They had one fucking guy, as far as I know, which is a black guy that Mm -hmm. goes by the name Bubba, so it's already a little suspect. Um, (laughs) But, like, he came out and was like, you know, the Confederate flag is just a symbol of hate, you know, uh... And he, like, railed on a couple things that were going on. He wore the Black Lives Matter, I Can't Breathe shirt. I mean, like, he, he did all that, and NASCAR immediately responded, like, we're banning the Confederate flag, and, you know, that's it's just what we're doing. And so, like, I, I really do actually legitimately commend NASCAR for doing a move that will alienate what everyone understands is a large portion of their fan base. Yeah. Because it I, is the right thing to do. And so, like, and I, I was curious as well, because, so... They their numbers apparently dropped a lot, but then that number has the drop has slowed. So like viewers, you mean like yeah, like viewers, yeah, yeah. Um, You know, before it was like what I'm seeing here from this article in Forbes is that you know from in 2018, you know their their ratings dropped like five five percent, six percent, but then just last year they only dropped one. So maybe they realized that. They want to change something, but uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's interesting why they would do this. Like, what, what led to it knowing that they would get pushed back? Because nobody asked them. I don't think any, or maybe I'm sure well, people well, have asked them, yeah, but it, sure it wasn't people. like one of those things that wasn't like that was like a yeah. They had the one push. driver. They had the one driver, and and he's a from what I understand. Again, don't follow NASCAR. Not my thing. From what I understand, he's a, he's a big name driver. He's not like just some random guy who's who's their token black guy that drives. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but they, he was the only one that I knew of that said anything. And it's not like I was out here. I mean, I'm on Twitter. I had people talking about the NBA, 
you know, like, is the NBA going to say something? Is the NFL going to say something? Blah, blah, blah. I didn't see one tweet like, hey, NASCAR better come out and get ahead of this. Um, you know what I mean? Right, because like, you sort of assume that, 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 you know, that they, like, what, like you know, they're, they're not going to listen. Or, like, not, not going to listen, but, like, what do they have to benefit in listening right. to this? So I got to hope that it's legitimately just because they realize it's the right thing to do. You know what I mean? I Like, I'm willing to take that stance on this one specifically. Like, you're not going to convince me that the NFL statement was because they thought it was the right thing to do. That shit was very clearly just like, we want to cover our ass and actually say something without saying something. But, like, this felt like, felt immediately like, holy shit, like, this is, you're you're risking a lot. You know what I mean? If you're NASCAR, you're, you're willing to take this risk over something that is what, in my opinion, is the right thing to do. Um, one thing that was interesting is I saw a tweet where a guy said, um, he had he had, was like riding along or, or doing security with um, it was a reporter and he was like with the security at a NASCAR event and he said mm-hmm. they have like a they, at the time they had like a small like it sounded like a small little helicopter that they would just fly around in and basically just drop wherever and like if they saw people selling unlicensed merchandise you know what I mean they would just mm-hmm. shut the shut the stand down like they drop land be like hey you need to take all this shit and get out and his point with that was that like. NASCAR, if if they have that in place still, is actually well-equipped to enforce this ban. Like, I know a lot of people are going to say, like, well, they can say they banned the Confederate flag, but they can't enforce it. But his whole thing was, like, actually, I mean, if they're literally flying around a helicopter and dropping down and yanking the shit out of your hand, you know what I mean? Like, that's what they did with the fake merchandise. I, right. I don't see why they can't do that. And so all that kind of just leads into me saying that, like, this felt like a... I'm now, I'm like, fuck it, dude. I'll watch it. I'll watch a race. I'll waste fucking five hours of my day watching cars turn left. Let's go Bubba. Yeah, get, <laughs> Bubba's my guy. I gotta get a Bubba jersey or whatever. <laughs> Bubba jersey. A Bubba no, helmet. No, can you imagine if, NAS- if NASCAR drivers are out here rocking like the long jerseys, just sleeveless, like one arm out the window going like oh fucking God. 300 miles an hour? <laughs> I would watch then. Yeah. But, no, you're right. I mean, I because that's what, that was my reaction. It's like, you know, people are like, oh, he's going to get banned. But it's like, yeah, but don't those races get like, 200,000 people or like 150,000 people because the stadiums are so massive like you know the I mean I know it's like if they're gonna try and like actually try and like take people's flags and throw them away or whatever and not get everybody that's fine but if they're just saying this and then not even you know have one guy stop them then yeah then you know what was the point like it if it's that fucking video if it really happens like if I see an uproar because like Obviously, if there's a million of them, they, they even if they're actively trying as hard as they can, they're not going to get all of them. But if they're like fucking up a large portion of the fucking crowd's like flags and shit, like I'm going to be like, yo, NASCAR is about it. NASCAR is more about that life than the fucking NFL, which is a goddamn mm-hmm. shame, bro. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is welcome to 2020. It's going to be like that. <laughs> if they don't, if they don't actually stop people, it's going to be like that fucking uh, video of that old man. Uh, doing the pat down to people at I think it was oh, yeah. a game or something, and he's just like, <laughs> like gently waving his hands. And cry, go ahead and he fucking waves his hands, pushes them again. Yeah, but we'll see. We'll so, see. so that kind of brings me to another point that I've seen a lot of people talk about, and, it, and it's going to tie into the Confederate flag thing. Um, but like, did you see the video of, and I want to say Britain, where they they tore down a statue and then they carried it all the way to the dock and dropped it into the fucking dock. Mm-hmm. Into the yeah, water. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was the best shit ever. Um, so like, I, what I want to talk about specifically that I want to rant on is people arguing that like we can't, like you can't vandalize this statue. It's fucking history. Blah blah blah. 
right? Mm-hmm. So first of all, I'm trying to figure out the way these fucking people talk about its history. Like this is a, like history makes me feel like they're fucking bringing a mat to work and fucking setting down the mat facing the fucking local Confederate monument from wherever they're at in their job and praying five times a day to it. Everyone acts like it's the most important shit in their life if some random fucking Confederate monument that was, like, mass-manufactured by that fucking group. I think it's, like, the Daughters of the Confederacy. Like, yeah, like, like the just, 18, 19, 1920s or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember seeing an article where they were talking about, like, there's, like, a... um, It's it's literally, like, a line chart, and it looks like a fucking exponential graph where it's, like, kind of flat, 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 and then it spikes up. And, like, literally, it's, like, a list of uh, how many Confederate um, statues or, you know, uh, commemorative things there are um, for the Confederacy. And it's like, all of a sudden, there were just a bunch where there were previously none before. And it's because the Daughters of the Confederacy or whatever that group is called. I'm just going to stop. I'm going to stop measuring my statements with whatever that group's called. They're the Daughters of the Confederacy now. That's what they are. Um, (laughs) I don't know. Uh, Didn't do enough research. Um, But but it spiked. And they just, like, were mass producing them for everyone. So everyone that's like, this shit is history in this area you can fucking tongue kiss my testiculars, dude. No one cares. No one cares. No, yeah. Take that statue. Fucking, if it's put it made in a museum, out of, put it away. Dude, don't even put it in the museum. There's enough in the museums. Just fucking throw it in the garbage. If it's flammable, light it on fire. I do not care. <laughs> <laughs> when, um, and this is, you know, because these, these conversations have been going on for a while. In terms of these Confederate statues, um, I don't, you know, I think it was around 2017 when Charlottesville happened and Durham right. had a few statues taken down. And then uh, at UNC, um, when I, I mean, the whole time I was there, we had this statue called Silent Sam, which right. was, it was like right when you enter. So if you're coming from the north side of campus, you enter campus through like this big quad. But then right when you walk in, it's this giant statue of like a Confederate soldier. And it was supposed to be like, you know, it's for, you know, he, he didn't have a name, but it was about the honor and the bravery of the of the soldiers. And I right. think it was the summer of 2017 or 2018, one of those two, there was a big protest in town um, about that statue. And I remember they the, like UNC paid for police to like ring around it and guard it. Yes. For the longest time they had that, like the first wave, they had like cops out there a whole, like all day. And it was like an extreme amount just to take it out. And then one day, eventually the chancellor pretty much just said they had a big protest and then she just essentially said told the cops to back off or like you know leave it alone and then people took it down and then once it was down you can't put that shit back or i mean if you can you look like a big asshole and so she was like all right well let's take it down and then she sort of you know uh took it to some storage and it's still there now um and she eventually was pushed out of her job for that like she she's not there anymore she's at uh usc um in southern cal so, I mean, that's fucking way better. Um, you get Southern Cal weather and a private university. We're going to have to deal with um, pesky yeah. taxpayers. Yeah, yeah, she fucked that up the scale. You know what I mean? She yeah. was like, oh my nah, gosh. I'm yeah, going to yeah. fail right into this fucking promotion. Mm-hmm. And so then, so the statue never came back. They took, the pedestal is gone now. So now when you walk through campus, as I have over the last few months, you walk through and it's like it was never even there. So it's like, it's perfect. Like. We don't need it, you know? Did my and knowledge of no the one, Civil War go away? No. Right. And that fucking statue that makes people feel less less than, it's not there anymore. And now it's on storage somewhere in fucking cobwebs or in the, the uh, storage 
room from Indiana Jones. <laughs> so um, I just, I, yeah, I just yeah. don't get it. Like it, it's it's history. No, it's not. Bro. Yeah. No one has ever looked at. Th- no one is walking by that statue and feeling moved by the history behind it because there is no history behind it because it was mass produced in this giant fucking jump where the, it's just propaganda. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. who? It's uh, what do they call it? The lost cause. What yeah. Like, what kills me is I saw something or on Twitter today. They were it was like trending. They're talking about like things that lasted longer than the Confederacy. Like, I didn't mm-hmm. realize the Confederacy only lasted five years. That's the most insane shit yeah, to me. That I mean, it was five years span. We've got so many fucking statues, bro. There are people defending Confederate statues in like fucking Michigan, bro. You weren't even in the Confederacy. Get the fuck out of here. Like, who cares? Yeah, and especially in Kentucky, which was never in the Confederacy. Right. Um. Shit. I was. You were saying. Oh yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, my fan, my my ardent fandom of Lincoln Park lasted longer than the Confederacy. <laughs> uh, but. Yes, yeah, so the, the statue's gone. But and then the, the, I think it was the Richmond mayor, or maybe it was the Virginia governor, um, they said that they were going to take down the statue of Jefferson Davis, I think. Jefferson Davis that's in Richmond. Right. And, of course, he said that, and, of course, people blocked it. And now the like, judge is like, well, you can't take it down or whatever. But, like, I tweeted out. I was like, dude, like, if you're going to do that, hire some cranes in the middle of the night. Take it down because they're not going to put it up. Anytime those, I mean, I, I mean, I don't want to say anytime because I, I do think some of, some of them eventually do end up back. But for the most part, you take those shits down. They don't put them back because the shame of putting them back is not worth it. You just go, oh well, you know, it's just, it's out of my hands. Yeah. Like, oh, so it's saying, really so important for you to get this back up. Like, what is that saying? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, if they're gonna take them down, take them down. Don't say we're gonna take them down in honor of Black Lives Matter or whatever. Like, just do it. You know, yeah, just do it down. and deal with the consequences. Dump afterwards. them shits in the fucking dock, dude. Fuck, mm-hmm. just dump them right in the fucking river. I just, I, I've never understood. Like, I generally have a good understanding of what the Confederacy was, you know. Which, uh, number one, you can't argue with me. The, the cornerstone of the Confederacy was slavery. If you think you're, think it's not, you're thinking wrong because it's mm-hmm. in the fucking speech. From the guy who started the Confederacy, it's like his first cornerstone. So it's yeah. not arguable. If you think it's arguable, you're wrong. Um, it's wrong. Yeah. So yeah, they're like, it's states' rights. And I was like, yeah, it, it was states' rights to own people. slaves. Yeah. Like yeah. So um, yeah. So, so yeah. It doesn't. You're wrong. So like, it's just all these people. Like I understand that. You know what I mean? I only have a general understanding of what the Confederacy was. Not once have I needed to go down to the courthouse in Asheville and look at that fucking Confederate statue. Right. Nobody does. No, yeah. Nobody is no. out here. It's not a fucking. Here's a here's a good. Here's what I think is a good rule of thumb. If that shit is not even remotely a tourist attraction, that shit can come down. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like if no one's coming out of their way to see this Confederate statue, then get it the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. It doesn't need to be there. It doesn't need to be there. And, and for the longest time, I mean, when I was in school, I was like, take down Silent Sam and put up, I don't know, Dean Smith. I mean, fucking Dean right. Smith. Like, who fucking else? Fucking Lawrence is... Taylor. I mean, Lawrence, maybe that's. Well, <laughs> no, maybe not Lawrence Taylor. Maybe not him. <laughs> but the best um, football player to ever come out of UNC. They're like, hell no, we're not giving that dude a statue. <laughs> hell no, dude. And I, I, I so, uh, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, let me. Let, I'll finish up this point about the statue, and then I'll, I'll jump on Lawrence Taylor real quick. But so yeah, like Dean Smith. Like, there's nobody else who essentially who is, like. 
I can't think of anybody who the university would want to represent them any better than him. Like, as you're walking into campus, wouldn't you want him there? Somebody who was as good at their basketball job in terms of leading men, but then also a civil rights... Um, right. I don't want to say activist, because I don't think he was on the front line, but he was somebody who was, you know, with... Nobody he will was, ever say... Yeah, nobody will ever say a bad thing about Dean Smith. And it's right. not just because he's dead. Like, literally, like, even... Like, no one's ever had anything bad to say about Dean Smith, other than... Mm-hmm. Wasn't he the Four Corners guy? Yeah, right, other than so like, oh man, this game. Yeah, but I mean, like, he won even after this. It's like, yeah, it's like yeah. he won because it's like, hey, you guys aren't gonna, you know, maybe play, and that's just the way it is. But uh, going back to Lawrence Taylor, I remember tweeting years ago. I was like, it's interesting how we have the greatest basketball player. Well, at that time, uh, how we have the greatest basketball player <laughs> of all time coming out of Carolina, but then also the greatest football defensive player of all time. And I never thought, I never figured out why UNC didn't push it. As much. Like, they're always tweeting about the GOAT. But they're never like, oh, you know, the defensive GOAT. You know, come here and be the next great Lawrence Taylor. And then I Googled Lawrence Taylor. (laughs) (laughs) And then I Googled Lawrence Taylor uh, cocaine in 1980s. And I was like, oh, okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. He's kind of, he's a big scumbag. Huge scumbag. Let's put it this way. Ray Lewis killed a guy. And I think it makes more sense for Ray Lewis to get a statue than Lawrence Taylor. (laughs) (laughs) Allegedly. Oh, my God. Allegedly, yeah, allegedly. Uh, uh, somebody else mentioned this on a podcast when Ray Lewis took a knee, and he was, like, out there with the players taking a knee a couple years ago, and he just looked so sweaty. Like, he just had woken up from a bender, and he was like, God, oh, God. You know, like, out there, like, sweating his ass off. Um, but, uh, but yeah. But, anyway, back back to the Confederacy. Um, this week, or not this week, uh, recently, um, uh, Gone with the Wind was taken off of HBO Max. And now this was interesting for me too because um, I had a uh, one of my friends reached out and she was like, "Well, this this you know what does this say? Like, what do you think about this?" And I think it's interesting because a Gun with the Wind was already going to be taken off HBO Max, or they weren't going to take it off, but they they said that they were going to add one of those plaques at the beginning of the movie, like uh, like they do with Bugs Bunny cartoons that are maybe a little bit outdated. Like a fucking was it Dumbo with the crows? Yeah, like Dumbo. Yes, yeah, yeah. So Disney Plus does something like this where they, you know, if you watch the movie, they put a little thing at the beginning that's saying, "Hey, you know, parents for your kids, this this is outdated. You know, have a conversation with your kids." And so they Which were I already think is going to the perfect approach, right? Like, yes, you're not yes. censoring, but you are publicly uh i'm gonna say denying and that's totally the wrong word but my vocabulary sucks you were co- totally denying that like you agree with that statement now you know what i mean right yeah because yeah, yeah. i mean ultimately it is it is art and so if it, it's always gonna if we so if we did this if we took everything off because it didn't fit what currently works then you know a lot of art would be taken off because I'm sure right. a lot of directors in the 50s did weird shit. Roman Polanski's movies would be gone forever. Yeah, you'd lose um, that Jimmy Fallon SNL skit where he wore blackface in fucking 2008 or whatever. That would the be fuck gone forever. <laughs> Although nobody should see that, mostly because Jimmy Fallon sucks. Uh, but gone with so I so they were gonna take it off either way off of HBO Max or they were gonna take it off and then add the shit on it and then kind of like um what is it called TCM? You know how they do the little bits before. They explain like what the movie is, who directs it, you know the right. the impact it has, but then they took it off um, immediately because of the protests. Just sort of you know just like hey like this would be a good time. Just let's just go ahead and speed up the process and get it over with. Right. But people took this as oh my gosh it's being censored like how could you? But it's just being taken off of a platform. It's not being censored because you could literally buy it on Amazon, which a lot of people did, 
And then it, I think it was like the number one rented movie that day on Amazon. So right. So I guess I think, I, so. If I'm being honest and like you know just looking at it from a completely detached standpoint, because this is easy for me because I don't I've never fucking watched that movie. Um, mm-hmm. So I just imagine it probably has some racist shit in it because it's old. Uh, but that's all I know. You know what I mean? So yeah. without knowing anything of what's in it, just from a totally impartial standpoint, is that like I get I get the idea that it's not censorship because you just took it down. It's still available. I totally get that. But I also do understand the argument that the HBO is taking it down. And so like if... If you're just the way companies work, you see another, you know what I mean? Like a perfect example is every fucking company made a public statement about the Black Lives Matter thing, whether it was, you know, really on point or not, you know what I mean? So like other places could easily see that and be like, we need to take this down so we don't get backlash. You know what I mean? So like right. I, I could see well, how that it's... turns into censorship. And, and, yeah, and yeah. I, I do get that. So like I, I think if the answer is they took it down for a month and they're just going to bring it back with that stipulation at the beginning, then they are. Then, yeah. Okay. If that's the plan, then everyone just needs to calm the fuck down. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they are. They, they, the lady, I think the, I think she's the VP of programming or maybe the president of programming. Shout out to HBO Max. Shout out to uh, the president, vice president of programming being a woman. Uh, I have no qualms with women <laughs> as we know. Continue. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so she, uh, she she said, you know, hey, like, it's coming back. Like, you know, this isn't gone forever. We're going to take it down. We might film, like, a little opening. Or we might, you know, wait a little bit so that, you know, because right now it's, like, maybe not the best time to be like, hey, guys, it's back. So it'll be back soon enough. It's just, like, it was taken down right now just because we got to work on it. But it'll be back when it's back. Um, yeah. But the movie, I, I've seen, like, parts of it. I had to watch it for school. Um, I didn't watch all of it because it's four hours long. But it's basically like from the point of what the fuck, the point of, yeah. From the, it's from the point of view of like the South, like the antebellum, antebellum, antebellum South. And so, you know, there's a scene where they burn the South to the ground, and it's supposed to be sad because it's like you know they're burning your house. But you watch the shit; it's amazing because you watch it and they're burning the South. And you're like, yes, fuck <laughs> you. Yeah. Okay, so, um, so it's it, you know you see you sort of read it how you want from, from right. what I remember No, there's watching, definitely some racist piece of shit. shit that's, like, legitimately fucking Like, tears, crying, you know? yeah, it's, like, Titanic for like, them, like but... Like, the fucking, the, the video of the, uh, God, what is it, the black kid that's sitting at the, uh, at the table, it looks like he's in school, and oh, he's, yeah. like, got the headphones on, he's, like, crying, like, swinging his Oh, yeah, he's, like, ah, ah, yeah. and he's, like, he's, he, there's no sound coming out, he's just, like, ah, ah. <laughs> he, like, yeah, grabs that. a tissue and rips it. <laughs> Oh, uh, there's definitely some racist dude that's sitting there fucking like uh god it's, a, it's this is another one it's like it's the little like it's a small black child sitting at a table and like he, and he's like, just like he's the wearing the red shirt yeah. and he's just like <laughs> 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 uh, uh, man i miss vine these are all yep. from vine yeah dude. i miss them. yeah that, oh, that was okay. a shame but yeah no there's definitely racist people watching gone with the wind like that yeah uh but um speaking of Giant, uh, expensive uh, monstrosities. The PS5 was revealed this week, or at least I, I take the... offense to you using the word monstrosity. It wasn't a monstrosity. It's like this weird, it's slick fucking router. All right, so I'm going to take this stand 
on this. It was sorry. So what what you were going with this, if I'm correct, is just that it was revealed. We hadn't gotten yes. a hardware reveal. Um, we had seen the controller. That was basically the only thing we knew about it, and we knew it was supposed to drop um, holiday season this year. And for mm-hmm. everything I see, it is still supposed to drop holiday season this year. Yeah. So yeah, they didn't give us a concrete date, but yeah. Yeah. So it was very odd that we hadn't seen the hardware yet. Um, generally, I mean, the Xbox Series X, which looks like, um, just a really fat brick you would try and brain someone with, um, (laughs) it's the (laughs) most bland looking shit I've ever seen in my life. Um, it was revealed a a while ago. Like, everyone's known what that thing's gonna look like for a hot minute. Um, so, and there's some reasons for that that I I won't really go into unless, you know, we have time, but I'm just gonna kind of skate past that right now. But the... So it was revealed, and it it does. It looks like a router. It looks like a thin router wearing a white trench coat with the collars pop, dude. That's exactly what it looks like. It looks like an anime villain. <laughs> what do you think? And, do, you, do you think it? What, do you think it looks ugly? I mean, you use the word no, monstrosity, no. so I feel I feel it personally just, attacked. It's just just because it's big. Like I, I think. Um... Dude, like like I said, I mentioned before, I I used to play a lot of games, and I used to watch the E3s back when I was in high school and middle school, and I sort of dropped off in college and then after college for a little while, and I just recently bought my PS4. Um, but when I used to follow them, every time they would release something, they would crack fun of it, and then eventually everybody has it. So I think, you know, right now people are making fun of it because it looks like a router, but I do think, you know, once you see it in person, it's going to look, you know, sleek, elegant. It looks like the um, the robot Eve from WALL-E. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I like it. I, I, I would have loved to have a cost just to have an idea, but I, I don't think maybe they know yet just because of... Maybe because of the coronavirus, or maybe just because they're still working on that. So I've um, I've been keeping up with it a little bit, like reading some kind of like insider articles, and obviously all of that kind of stuff kind of comes with a grain of salt. You know what I mean? Like you don't know what's exactly true or not, but I do believe it's been confirmed that production on one of the materials they need to make it has uh, greatly slowed, and so the cost of the product has gone up. Because first, mm-hmm. originally when they were designing the PS5, it wasn't a widely used material, and then. Um, I think some other, like, phones and shit started using it. I don't know the name of the material. I don't remember specifically what it was. But, like, phones started using it, too. So then there was more competition to get the product. Mm. And so the price went up then. And then the coronavirus happened. There was less of it. The price has gone up again. And so I think they've been kind of, like, trying to figure out. um, If I remember correctly, I think the PS4, I think Sony lost money on every console sale. Um, I think, I think they lose money on the console sales. Not much, but I think they're like just they're just barely below breaking even because they know that like we can eat a little bit on the console because once you get the console, you're gonna buy the games where we get money on licensing and all that. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. we're gonna get the money back. However, and and people were more likely to buy it if the cost is a little cheaper. So I mm-hmm. think I think they're kind of debating right now how much they think they can stomach to eat on the sale of each console. You know what I mean? At least, not, at least early on. Yeah, 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 at least early on. And then also, um, it, it might just be a matter of, you know, they're trying to, along with that, it might be because of the cost of the console, and it might also just be because the price is going to be kind of kind of up there. Um, uh, you know, I, the PS4, I think, was 399 at launch, $399. I think it wouldn't surprise me if this came out at $599. 
um, which is a lot. You're, it's a lot, but um, there's reasons for it. You know, plenty's been done. It's it's an upgrade. You know, it is what it is. But um, I wonder if they're trying to figure out if they can eat, you know, what they can eat. Like, could they sell it for four ninety nine and still be okay, but, you know, keep people more happy, get more sales of it? I think that's also the reason they they showed two versions, one with a hard or one with a disc drive and one without. Um, yeah, and I was that's what I was just gonna ask you about. Um, because like, which one do we, like? I personally would just go get the disc one because you so, never know. So here's the deal. So I'm going I would 100% go with the digital one, and I, there's a few reasons for it. So this is gonna go back to the thing I said I was gonna skip over, but I'm gonna have to touch on it now, which is that part of the reason I think there wasn't a hardware reveal is there was a rumor. A rumor, a grain of salt rumor, um, that they were having overheating problems with the PS5. And they had some overheating problems with the PS3. They've had some overheating problems with the PS4. Um, generally, they're fine, but, you know, just it's more of an issue than it should be. And so I think um, I think they were designing a, a way to cool it better. And obviously, the shape of a console plays a large impact on how air moves through it and can cool it. So I think that's the reason we didn't get what it looked like so late is because I think they were still making tweaks to it to make sure that it, it, it was cool enough. You know what I mean? That it wasn't overheating. They had no malfunctions. Um, so I, I think that's why we didn't get what it looked like so late. So for me, I'm going to avoid the disk drive because one, it's just an extra part that can break. Um, two, it is... It's probably going to be that that version of it's going to be more expensive. You know what I mean? It's an extra component. The price will be more expensive than the digital version. That's just the way it is. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's going to be more expensive. And then three, like, just from a cooling standpoint, I, again, don't know if it's true. But if there was an overheating issue, the last thing I want is an extra piece that I'm not going to use because I buy everything digitally. Like, there's an it's just an extra piece that could block airflow you know what i mean i, I would rather mm. just leave it out i'll get it cheaper i buy my games digitally anyways uh, the argument before for me because they, they've talked about doing this multiple times before um going all digital instead of having discs and and you know i was always kind of like the all digital thing sounds like a bad idea because internet's not widely available everywhere um i mean it's you know it's common but it's there's still plenty of places that you don't have high speed internet or quality internet um, mm -hmm. so it's always iffy about that, but like now you have to, first of all, you have to install your games anyways for them to run, you know what I mean? So it's not like a hard drive right, issue, right, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Like before you put the disc in and that means you didn't have to install it. Now yeah, you have you to install it every, every time yeah. anyways. So it's one less yeah. advantage. Um, and then also like most of these games are required to be online now anyways, even ones that aren't really multiplayer games. Like I think... I think Spider-Man, like the Spider-Man game, which isn't multiplayer at all, I think it still wants an online connection to communicate with some servers for whatever reason. So, like, that's that's kind of a thing already. So, it, you know, all these things kind of play into it, and at this point, I think, like, it just makes sense to cut it. Like, a lot of people are saying, like, oh, well, you know, if it's digital, then they can take it away from you at any time. But, like, that's such a dumb argument because they can take away any of it from you at any time. Like, when you, even if you have the disc, you know what I mean? If they decide that yeah. they're not going to allow that game to be played anymore, they just push an update to your fucking console and the game doesn't work anymore. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. you don't you don't really have any level of protection because you have a physical copy. I think they just mean like um, sort of like where you can play. I guess just older games where you can just play it like at any time because I I see that argument a lot as well. And 
um, with movies where, you know, some movies that maybe exist in just um, <clears throat> physical format, they're unavailable on digital. So they're like, you know, always make sure to buy uh, the, the physical version or like or try to or try to own physical copies of things just because you never know what could happen. Um, but yeah, I mean, I know what you mean. Like I, I sort of thinking about it now, I, I, I kind of go through, I'm like, when have I put in a disc into my PS4 in the last you know two months that I've owned it? And it's only just, uh, it was the last of us that I needed it, but that's cause it came with it. I, I didn't buy it online or else I would have. Right. And then the other one is overwatch, which is the, I think I only bought it physical because it was like 10 or $15 cheaper right, than the, the digital the one. Um, and, and you're right. I mean, like, I put in Overwatch, and I was like, all right, cool, let's go ahead and play, like, because the disc is right there. But no, it took, like, another, like, fucking three or four hours to download. And so then now I play it with the disc, and I'm like, well, then what do you need the disc for? Didn't you download The, the disc is your license. Download yourself? Yeah. Oh, that's it? Oh. Basically. Mm, wow. I, you know what I mean? The, it, that's basically what it is, is the disc is your license. It's like if you mm. have a physical copy instead of a digital one, mm. you need the disc in there because you could have just brought the disc installed it on your ps4 and took it back to gamestop and traded it and got a different game mm. you know what i mean so that, yeah. that that's what i'm saying like as much as like people are like oh well you need the physical copy for whatever reason like the license it's just a license and so they can take that away at any time if they wanted to anyways right. to me it's the exact same argument is the second amendment like we need to have guns because if the government's gonna run in bro you're not gonna stop the government anyways you know what i mean like they'll just roll a tank through your house your your True. pistol's not gonna matter it's like They'll just stop the game from working. You having a plastic piece in your house isn't going to, like, change anything. True. True. Okay. No, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. But, yeah, but, I mean, I probably won't buy the PS5 this year. Um, just because, like, I just bought the 4. And, you know, I, I still have, a like, a backlog of years of games that I could play. Right. Um, I'll probably do it kind of like how I do with my iPhones, where, it, where it's, you know, wait a year after they come out and then see where the price is and then do it then. Definitely. What I will say, though, is you're going to want to keep an eye on is they always, 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 always run a deal where, like, you trade, like, right now, if you trade it in your PS4, you're going to get, like, 100 bucks for it. But, like, if you trade in your mm-hmm. PS4 for the PS5, it's usually, like, they, they bump it up a lot. Like, it'd be, like, 250 or $300 credit oh, okay. towards it. So, you know, just that's something to keep in mind. They So far, yeah. every time I've seen something like that, they do that kind of thing. So, it'd be worth keeping an eye on. But, yeah, I totally mm-hmm. get, especially for you. Like, you know, because you haven't, gaming is not something you've consistently been doing over time. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, it's just like a... It's, a new hobby. Really, you know what I mean? For, yeah, it's just been for quarantine and um, just, you know, an hour here, an hour there a day, maybe a little bit less. Right, right. Yeah, so I totally get that. Yeah. But, oh, one thing um, I just want to say. Yes, I think yes. visually, I think it looks great. And, and my, my argument for that is that, like, over time, if you look at old gaming systems versus new ones... Um, they've tried and tried and tried to look more and more just like uh, something that should be in your entertainment system or your entertainment center as far as mm-hmm. like what's sitting on the shelf underneath your TV. Like if you think back, uh, like the the best example I have is like the GameCube was a literal ugly ass cube with a handle um, and it was great. But then like the Wii was like a thin, sleek looking thing and then the Wii U was thin and sleek looking. So like yeah. they've, continuously tried like the 360 was a kind of a curvy white box and then the xbox one is like 
it looks just like a fat cable box. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they've gone out of their way to look more and more just like something ubiquitous with what you see under your TV. And kind it, of away from a game right. looking, like a toy looking thing to an actual entertainment box. Right. And then the Xbox Series X is the most hideous thing I've ever seen because it's just this fucking fat, fucking vertical box. It, it, I don't know why it's it ugly. It's a shoebox. I don't know why it's ugly because like, it's nothing. It's the most bland design I've ever seen, but it's still <laughs> ugly as shit. Um, <laughs> I, I will say I do like the the, um, the PS5 controller a lot. Um, I like the, the PS4 controller now. Like I've, I've gotten used to it. I, I, didn't, I never liked the PS2 controller, but my favorite controller ever still is the 360 one. Yeah. I think it's the one that fits the best. It's the most, I feel like, feels the best in my hand. Um, my brother Mike, he has a Xbox One, and um, the the bumpers for that one I are a little bit... I hate the Xbox One controller. Uh, tough. It, it seems like the one from something smooth and round to something a little bit more boxy for the one. Yeah, like and I the, just, I mean, the handles... It, it works fine. The handles where you hold it are nubbier and, like, sharper on the Xbox yeah. One, so it just doesn't yeah, hold yeah, as comfortable. Yeah. I, I hate it. Yeah. I think I still, yeah, like I said, the 360, like, I went from... Uh, uh, GameCube controller, which is ugh. those shits are a fucking yeah. mess, dude. Any Terrible. every Nintendo controller ever made is a fucking mess, dude. The N sixty four controller oh has three God. fucking handles with one in the middle, and there's an obvious way you're supposed to hold it, but like, why? Why design it that I way? Yeah, <laughs> I don't even think anybody, any human, has ever put their hand on the left uh, handle like consistently ever. Right. Um. But uh, yeah. So. The 360, like, I remember, like, when I bought it, I was like, this feels amazing. And, I mean, all throughout high school, all throughout college, that was my game. And even a little bit after college, I would play from time to time my 360. And the, com- the controller's great. And I do like the PS4 controller. Yeah, the PS4 that 360 really one, I think, yeah, the P- is still the best one. I would go 360 and PS4 right underneath it. I think I think they did a, they did some work to make it fit. I, I think the thumbstick, where it is on the 360 controller, is the correct placement. Like, I think... Up top? Yeah. I think that makes more yeah. sense ergonomically, but the the PS4, I think they're, the DualShock 4 controller nailed it, and, and they've done a lot of cool stuff with the new controller that comes out with the PS5, so I'll be interested to see how yeah. it plays. I'm excited. But, yeah, yeah. sorry, what I was going with the whole looking like a game, like more like a toy, you know what I mean, yeah. is that like the PS4 looked less like a toy than the PS3 than the PS2, but the PS5 looks not like a generic box and, and it's like refreshing you know what i mean just to just because mm-hmm. like everything is now just this sleek fucking box that can fit anywhere and not be noticeable and it's just refreshing to see like sony be like fuck it dude we want people to notice we're gonna give you the biggest console ever and i didn't realize it's how tall it is and but it's sleek and, and, it... and, it, and it's sleek looking and it's got a, not a common design it's fucking two-tone you know what i mean yeah, like, it's just nice to see something different for once. Especially because you know, like the four is this you know parallelogram. It's very boxy, very like all black, like just like brutal, just like sleek. Um, so it is nice to see the white and the blue and and uh, like um, you know looking like uh, like I said like Eve. I wonder if I'm looking at the picture right now. I wonder if this purple will actually light up like that when you have it on. Hmm. Um. Like a, sort of like a trim on a car, yeah, but maybe. who knows? Yeah, I mean, once we see it in person, it'll be um, a little different. Yeah, um, definitely. But uh, to uh, to wrap up the episode, I do want to uh, get your thoughts. This is maybe a hard right. Okay. On rapper ad libs. Yo, all right. So rapper ad libs are one of my. We can wrap over here. We can discuss them real quick. But I do. I sorry, I interrupted you. But continue. But. 
Yes. Ad-libs. Rapper ad-libs are my favorite, one of my favorite things about rap music because they're always fucking nonsense, and, but they're great. And so I want to, I'm going to start this by shouting out um, one of my friends, Miff, who gives me shit because I open up every one of these fucking podcasts by saying, it's your boy, Tyler. And she's like, that's a thing that everyone does. You're just a stereotypical dude who can't come up with something creative. And my response was, if it's good enough for Jay-Z, it's good enough for me. Because it's your <laughs> boy. <laughs> oh. um, <laughs> so I love rapper Adams. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, B. <laughs> he has, the, oh, he has B. the insecure laugh. And then he Ting. also has like the fucking like, <laughs> like, like what is wrong with you, dude? Beat. I take the kids out of the foyer. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to mess up my Basquiat. <laughs> you know what's better than throwing money in a strip club? Credit. Um, <laughs> and then he immediately uh, makes a wildly anti-Semitic remark. I was like, yo, what happened? Uh, <laughs> in 20, what is it, 2016? Yeah. No, All right, so I think my favorite one, or, or so the the person that I think has like the, the nicest collection in terms of just like all the ones that I just kind of go through yeah. are, um, is Travis Scott. Yo, Travis he's got, like, Scott, dude. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's lit. Uh, I know, dude. Seriously, when anybody goes, yeah, man, like you know, straight up, I was going straight up. <laughs> yeah, straight up. Um, I, um, one of my favorite things was Miro tweeted when Nicki Minaj was getting in the beef with Kylie Jenner and fucking Travis Scott, um, because like Kylie like grouped together like a meet and greet with like uh, Travis Scott like ticket sales or something or like album sales, and Nicki Minaj yeah, yeah, was, like he's cheating. That's how he got number one. Blah blah blah, and like Miro. The kid Miro on Twitter was like, I can just imagine Nicki Minaj walking up to Kylie, grabbing Stormy, punching her in the sky, and then in the background, Travis Scott's like, oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) It kills me every time. (laughs) I I still think, so my all-time favorite ad-lib. Um... I guess, well, did we describe what ad-libs are? I, I guess, you know, if you're listening to this and you don't know what ad-libs are, it's just like the little, like, uh, like uh, how can I say, like, trademark. Like a little like, signature. Uh, tagline. Yeah, like a little, like... Signi- like a little signature. It's the chef's a little, like, of, of whatever yeah, that yeah, artist yeah. does. Like, you know... The, uh, the, you got it, dude, like that. <laughs> like the fucking, like, little, like, uh, sitcom-y yeah. tagline um, that a rapper does in a song. And it either keeps him in, in beat or, like, it's just like a little flare. It's like a little garnish on top of the uh, pasta. Like, a lot of times you'll hear it, like, in a song with, like, three or four rappers. Like, you'll hear it when they're about to go up, so that way you know whose verse you're about to get. You know what I mean? In, like, like, in, in the background, yeah, you'll just hear, like, hope, and you'll be like, oh, Jay-Z's about to come on and kill this. You know what I mean? And it's funny you mention that because I was just going to say my all-time favorite one is Rick Ross's... Huh? Huh? <laughs> Because it, it, it's it, he like he starts it and you hear it like huh and you're like oh and you're like oh my gosh and it's 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 probably just like a grunt of him getting up the couch to get to the mic like oh oh and then he just says his um, no see I like to think of it the other way I like to think that he like is super professional walks up to the mic and like the beat starts playing the hooks playing and he's about to come in and he like shrill like calmly leans forward and he's like oh. Like with with like the most like professional looking look on his face, <laughs> like he just yes. fucking drops one of those, like just his thing, bro. Yeah, his kills me because it's just there's it, no reason for it. What is that? What is it even? Like, why do you have to it, rapidly expel air from your fucking diaphragm? Like, what? What? Because is that? it's not even like uh, it's not even like you know, like straight up. It's not a word. It's just like, a, huh. it's like <laughs> it, it's like a very uh. 
and he has such a great voice. And and I know yeah, I do want to discuss this on a later episode in terms of rappers who have the best rapper voices. Um, I think him, Tyler the Creator, but we can go more yeah. into in uh, number more one detail number in the future, one worst but... voice. Real quick, we are, I think we're gonna be on agreement. Worst rap voice is all right. Eminem, Big Sean. Oh. Close enough. <laughs> Detroit, stand up. <laughs> Yo, Eminem Miro kills me every time. Skip to me three one three. But now he has that that the one that the 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 gruff. Yeah. The the what you want? Yeah, that Chris does the impression of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but Big oh, Sean's okay. also is bad. So yeah, I guess. Yeah, I but, guess but let's say that for another. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's put a pin in the voice one and go back to ad libs. Yeah. Which one is your all time favorite? Like just like all time, like number one. It, it, just like if you had to pick one. All right. So if I had to, and I think I, I and I'm gonna I'm gonna guess, or I'm gonna Ooh. predict which one you're Ooh. gonna say. I'm not gonna say. I, it. I'm I don't. Just gonna think you're it. not gonna. You're not gonna get it. I, well, I have two. Right. One of them might be it. The other one you're not gonna get. So okay. From New York, uh, dude. From from a group called D Block Jadakiss, who's fucking great but his, what his ad lib is just this weird like screech laugh thing and so like right before he comes on he'll be like ah! um and it's just like it kills me every time but but my other one that you might guess is one of my it's probably my favorite current rapper that is still putting out music that's worth listening to shout out to kanye west not doing that um is Pusha t Dude, push it to Yep, that was it. That was it. Yuck. It's so disrespectful <laughs> when it's used in context. Like, he's like dead when he's talking doing the uh, Drake this. He's talking about the fact that like Drake's never with his son. He's like dead beat motherfucker playing Border Patrol. Yuck. I'm like, God, dude, it's so hateful. <laughs> Uh, yep, that was that was the one. That was the one that I was gonna guess. I was I was just gonna say I was like push the T. Yeah, dude, the, the fuck that shit kills me. It's it, like it's just so aggressive. You know what I mean? Like like you're doing that. The the thing I think of is like uh, when they show it'll be like uh, when you hear a dope verse and the pictures like that white kid with like the one like 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 making the stink face. Like something smells oh, bad. You know what I mean? Yeah, and he's got the he's. Are you talking about the one where he's got the headphone in his hand and there's like smoke coming out of it? And he's like, Whoo. no, no, it's it's like like he's like he's got like one nostril kind of tilted up, like he smells something bad and he's disgusted with it. You know what I mean? Like like you're like like uh-huh. oh my god, that's filthy. Like or like that shit goes hard. Like that's the face I imagine he makes every time he makes that sound. You know what I mean? Like it's just like like he knows he just spit some shit that was like way too rough and aggressive. He's like. Ugh. <laughs> it kills me so much, dude. That's my favorite ad lib. Uh, so I, excuse What's me. What's yours? I um. Is it Travis Scott? Huh? Is it, it? No, no. It was the uh, the Rick Ross one. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. It's right. Yeah. Yeah. Now, all right. I um, like how both of our favorite ad libs are not words. They're just awful yeah, sounds just that like someone audible makes. Grunts. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I was looking at this list to sort of get inspiration for it, and one of them was the uh, the e. The chance the rapper does. Oh, I hate it. And dude. I can't. I can't listen to it anymore without listening to the fucking. I love my the, wife. The, oh, I love my wife. <laughs> my, my wife is really big. My wife is really small. Let's go to the beach and play with a beach ball. Oh, I love my wife. I love my dude. wife. I hate it. So <laughs> that song, dude. It sucks because like it's something that's so simple. And so devastating. <laughs> I can't ever listen oh. to Chance the Rapper seriously I ever know. again. I, I love, to like, Coloring Book was so good. 
And his last right. one was terrible. And acid rap was so good. And then the guy comes in and he goes, oh, I love my <laughs> And I'm like, and well, it's over. It's, it's over, bro. It's over. It That's was, what it was. It God was, damn it. It was the perfect parody because he doesn't do that. You know what I mean? But it's so close to what he does that it's perfect. And so like, and now it's all <laughs> I can think of. Oh, God. Any, any other honorable uh, mentions before we wrap anything up? Um, Big Sean. Like, oh, God. Oh, yeah. Boy. Um, Boy. yeah, dude, Big Sean's good, uh, fucking... Waka's bow. Yo, Waka's bow. Nonsense. Um, Waka saying his own name. Uh, <laughs> uh, French Montana. It's <laughs> another one that's like the, uh, that's the, uh, just sound. Yeah. Um, DJ Khaled, uh, is the most annoying one, I think, because... Yeah. It, what kills me is like even when the volumes turned down, it just sounds like he's standing further away and still yelling, like 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 we the best. Like and even when it's quiet, it still like sound like I can tell he's yelling. You know what I mean? Like like bro, yeah, why are you like yelling from three rooms over? Like a Meek Mill song. Yeah. Like, oh my god. Oh my god. Turn it down. Yeah, like every time I hear it and it's quiet, I'm like, oh, they were recording this song and then three booths over. DJ Khaled <laughs> was doing his song and the, it just bled over. Like, <laughs> we depressed. <laughs> now, dude, I would if you if if you can do it if you have time for this episode after we wrap everything up and you add the the end uh, uh, tag in, in the song. If you could just figure out a way to put that my wife song just at the very end, because <laughs> that would be amazing. God, dude, I, I should. I'm going to get off of here and I'm going to go listen to it. <laughs> that fucking banger. Dude, you're going to be going to sleep. Fucking like... Sure, I love my wife. Let's go write a bar. That shit is so... Fuck, you're right, dude. It was devastating. I was like, well, I guess I guess can't scratch... Wow, what is wrong with me? Why can't I speak? Um, I guess Chance <laughs> the Rapper's career is over. Yeah. Yeah, it's, very, it's funny because... Um, to, to uh, sort of wrap up the Chance the Rapper um, bit, uh, I went to his concert uh, after Coloring Book oh, okay. in Greensboro. And it was, I mean, it, you know, the Coloring Book. So there was a good concert. And I went with a friend. And when we were there, we saw the merchandise stand. Mm-hmm. And she was like, should I get one of those three hats? Like, like I, you know, like, should I? And I was like, I was sort of, I didn't say no, but I was like, yeah, maybe. But like, maybe not. Like, you know what? You probably shouldn't. And she was like, all right, I, I won't. And then, so now every time some chance the rapper does some dumb shit or somebody makes fun of him or something, she forwards me a tweet and is like, I'm so glad we didn't get that damn three. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'm like, <clears throat> and every time I'm like, yeah, that would have been like $30 down the drain. You had to take it off in public anytime, like, you thought about it. Like, you'd, you'd oh have my forgotten gosh, you'd been like wearing that. it, and then you'd have, like, you'd have heard some other person, like, stub their toe in a room, and then, like, ah! You'd have been like, oh, dude, well, fuck this hat, dude. I gotta throw it in the trash. <laughs> fuck this hat. <laughs> you're, you're walking down the street, somebody yells out, where's your wife, bro? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, and so, uh, I just imagine her with, in, as the, uh, fucking, uh, Homer Simpson gif where he backs into Yo, the, in bush the bush. Yeah, the She's wearing hat. the hat and she backs in and comes back out when not wearing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. Well, I think we're good on time, right? We hit it. Yeah, okay. yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, catch us, uh, at Diff Animals Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Um, catch us there. You can email us at Different Animals Pod. Different Animals Podcast at gmail.com. Um, mm-hmm. Shoot us the uh, any suggestions for Evers pop star to NBA star thread. 
Um, or your favorite ad libs. Yeah, or as your well. favorite yeah. ad libs. Um, definitely. And then uh, you can catch me individually at T Money Bags on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, and I'm at Ever Castro ninety two on Instagram. Yep, and uh, as always, uh, shout out to Eddie Ruger and Philly Fresh Friend that's with the intro and outro music, and shout out to Colin Cease. Um, you can find him at Creative Colin on Instagram for the artwork. Yeah. Oh, and that's Colin with two L's. Yeah. yeah sorry, Colin with two L's, not like Colin Powell, which I'm pretty sure is one. Boom! <laughs> nailed it. All right, <laughs> nailed the dismount. All right, all right, guys. Well, uh, we'll uh, stay safe, stay entertained. Um, and we'll catch you next week. Yeah. Peace guys. Take it easy. What's a real shame is I didn't think of a Kanye quote, so I'm just going to have to not have a Kanye quote this time. (laughs) No, you can end it with, uh, uh, what is it? Huh? No, he doesn't have that. What is he? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. I'll probably just leave it blank because I can't think of one now. I I can't think of a line that has Just leave this all in. You got to leave this all in. Leave this all in so this fucking just be ruined. People are like, what the fuck are these dudes doing? Yo, fuck it. Do this staying in. Shout out to fucking Kanye West whose ad lib is just fucking, huh? Um, So that's that's the fucking ending quote. Do the intro for the fucking music. Play us out. Oh, I love my wife. I love my wife. Ah! Let's go ride a bike. With my wife, my wife's real young, my wife's real small. Let's go to the beach and play with a beach ball. Praise Jesus God and my wife. Let's go to the beach and ride a bike. Ooh, I love my wife. I love my wife. Ooh, I love my wife. She is so fine. Ah!